0: back to another episode of the Dental Marketing Secrets Podcast, where we provide actionable tips and tricks that you can take and apply immediately to grow your practice, to serve more patients, and ultimately leave a greater impact. That is the name of the game, my friends. My name is Mark Thackeray. So excited to be here with you today. Um, as always, it's 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 a pleasure to share some of the things that uh, we've seen have been working with our clients. Um, and to share that with you, just in hopes that you can take that and grow your practice and get get better results. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful sunny morning here, just outside of Salt Lake City. Uh, it's such a nice time of year right now. It's just starting to warm up a little bit. We've had we've had a had a massive winter uh, this past season. Uh, over typical, you know, it's average. We average about 500 inches. Of snow uh, through the course of, of the year, we've we've almost hit, and I think it's over 900 uh, for this past season. So it's been it's been a little bonkers, but um, it's nice to kind of feel the warmth, stretch out a little bit, and get outside. So uh, nice time of year. But today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Google Ads. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions on this, so I thought this would be a good good episode to focus on a little Q and A for Google Ads. I know a lot of practices out there want to be on Google and have maybe tried it in the past and with mixed results. And so this is we wanted to touch on a few things, two few questions that I get asked a lot uh, when we're dealing with with different practices. And we're going to kind of break those down and and answer some of those questions today. So uh, excited to get going with you on this. First question, really, and if you haven't if you haven't listened to our other I have some other episodes on, on Google ads. Those are a good place to start if you're just kind of getting into Google ads. Uh, episode 66 is a good one. We talk about, you know, uh, just a, commonly asked questions. Um, we talk about, you know, how often should you change your budget? What does limited by budget mean? What is What should my cost per click be? Things like that. So that's a great episode, number 66, if you haven't listened to that one. Today, we're going to talk, we're going to hit on a few other uh, questions. And to start uh budget's always a good one. So let's start there because this comes up all the time. And I did talk about that in the other episode, but just in case you missed that, uh it's it's good to go over. You inevitably you get people that are on both sides of the spectrum, right? They think, "Oh, I have to spend, you know, $10,000 a month to get the results that I'm hoping for, maybe your cosmetic, you know, whatever the case might be. Sometimes they have that perception, right? They come to me and say, "Oh, well, I need. I know I need to be spending at least this much, and or they might come in the opposite and say, "Well, I don't want to spend more than a couple hundred dollars. You know, I don't want to spend more than five hundred dollars, something like that." And so it's you get you get the whole range, and there is what's cool about Google Ads is there's really no you, you should have a threshold, like you should have a minimum. I typically say. 500 is. You shouldn't probably go less than 500. You can make a, a small budget work, and I have clients that have done that and are still doing it because it works for them, you know. But I think in today's day and age, to be in front of and it depends on your your circumstance, ge- geographically where you at, what does the competition look like, things like that. But typically, if I were to just blanket statement this for all practices, a minimum of 500. But I would probably recommend. Uh, you are in the thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a month range for your budget, and that's just to get started. Uh, once you start seeing those results, you can prove the ROI. Then you can scale up from there, uh, depending on if you need to or not. You know, I mean, some markets you're gonna you're gonna capture most of the most of the the search volume with that budget, whereas others you're just gonna be scratching the surface. So it really depends on on a number of different factors, but that's a great starting place. And I also say with that, be okay, you know, be comfortable risking that amount for three months. You should give yourself 90 days to see 90 days with uh, whether you're doing it yourself or with, you know, an agency like mine, for example, that should be that's plenty of time for us to go in, uh, put out, you know, use our experience, put out different keywords and uh, ad copy and all that stuff and get data back from Google, make changes and start seeing some progress by then. You know, you're gonna see, uh, oftentimes you're gonna see lots of conversions from their phone calls, web forms uh, submitted, things like that. So you're gonna, you're that's plenty, of, I think that's an adequate amount of time to do that. Um, but I, I, think it's, I think it's also important to remember, you know, if you really wanna get good at this, just say, I'm gonna do this until it works. You know, I'm gonna figure this out, I'm gonna keep trying and keep trying until, it works, you know. That's a very powerful word. Until you know uh, that once you have that mindset, you're gonna. When I see people like that, they make it work, you know. And then, and then it's it it ends up being such a a long term uh, source of business for them that it's it's amazing. I mean, how much stress it removes off their shoulders because they've taken the time to invest in this in this process, this lead capture system, essentially. And, uh, and it just provides that consistent, predictable source of new traffic and new patients for them. So that's, that's a good recommendation to start. If you're wondering about budget, that's a great, great place to start. Minimum of 500 is what I typically say, but recommend in between the $1,000, $1,500 range. And then stay that for, for three months. You're going to see, uh, if you're with someone who knows what they're doing, you're going to see some results. And you can you can judge it based on that if that's if that's worth it to you if you want to continue to pursue that course or not. But typically, give yourself three months. Okay. All right. So one of the things I want to talk about, I kind of kind of wanted to use a case study to to, to kind of frame this conversation. Have a client that I've been working with for um, not too long. You know, since. Mm, mid-december probably we'll say january just you know for a clean for the sake of math we've got january february march april and just into may right now so for a little over four months and when i received the uh, account you know they she had been running um she'd been running google ads for two different times one was with another agency she ran for about a year and didn't see the greatest results you know it's uh Some different phone calls here and there through throughout that time, but not a huge surge when it came to uh, new patients, right? To converting those people into new patients. And then she was with someone else uh, that she uh, had a connection to, who was, you know, has quite a bit of experience. You know, I mean, it's actually it's not in the dental industry, but has a plethora of marketing uh, experience, very in-depth background, uh, but just still wasn't seeing quite the quite the results that she was hoping for, you know, she saw some results, but it just wasn't, you know, for she was investing uh, $1,500 a month in, into her spend um, and, but just wasn't getting the return that she was hoping for. So, so I got involved and I just said, Hey, let's do a, let's do a trial. Let me just uh, tweak a few things. You know, I can see some opportunities based on what I'm, she gave me access to the account, dove into it, looked at the analytics, and looked at the numbers based on the previous history. And I could see, you know, it's just as a different setup, you know, and there's st- certainly more than one way to skin a cat. You know, I mean, there's definitely more than one way to be successful with Google ads. And so I'm, I'm usually not very judgmental when it comes to that. And I see someone else's approach, but in this case, I recognize right away that there were some opportunities that, um, we weren't taking advantage of, you know, specifically when it comes to broad keywords, you know, there's, there were, um, in this case, it's kind of the reverse really where they were, they were following the recommendations that Google, the account would automatically recommend. You know, if you log into your account, oftentimes you see, Hey, here's some recommend recommendations. They'll email you. They'll, you know, try and get you on the phone with one of their reps. They're, they're relentless (laughs) and they, (laughs) they get a lot of business that way. Um, but the challenge, what I see with that oftentimes, is that they want you to start including more of these broad keywords so that you can show up on, increase the number of searches that you can show up on. And oftentimes, when you're using a broad keyword, uh, you're gonna show up uh, on those searches and, and generate clicks for less. Like your cost per click goes way down because it's it's not as qualified of, of traffic. You know, they're not, those keywords aren't as specific. You know so it's um and that's the, that's part of the challenge you know so is do you include these broad keywords so that you can increase your reach be show up on more on more searches and do that for uh, less for less money you know as far as cost per click goes or do you try and focus more on qualified search terms and my approach is always the latter you know especially when we're dealing with budget you know, if we have unlimited budget, great. Let's do. You know, we can be very, very creative. We could be very, uh, very generous with how we approach that. But when we're working with a, a budget, you know, $1,500, $2,000, fairly limited budget, um, then I like to be very selective. I want to show up on the traffic that is the most qualified, right? I just want to use my money towards those people that are most likely to call my office, and you do that by selecting the right keywords. Okay. And more often than not, we're gonna avoid those broad keywords. Although admittedly, Google has gotten much, much better at taking into account what the user has done in the past. So their search history, uh, they might just say they have been searching for uh, veneers, you know, at some point, and then they just, instead of typing in, you know, dental dental veneers near me or something, a, a more qualified search like that, they might just say veneers. You know and google kit does take that into account and can show you those people you know you could show up on on that type of traffic which would be technically qualified based on their search history um but the challenge is you don't always get that right i mean you get um they may not have a search history of that and so if you're showing up on these less qualified keywords then um you're not you're not as likely to get the click you know it could be could be someone's researching uh, what is the cost of veneers, or um, why should I not get veneers? You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that could you could show up if you just typed in the word veneer or dental veneer, then you could show up on a whole host of searches that have that make no no sense whatsoever for you to be paying for that click. Like they're just not in the right mindset to to be calling an office and scheduling an appointment. They're not there yet, you know, and so that's that's one of the big things that we did with this particular account was was focused on that more qualified traffic, was taking those keywords that are more contextual is in the sense that, hey, this person is is searching dental veneers near me or dental veneers office, let's say Los Angeles um, or whatever city you might be in, right? Plus the city. Um, just, just because that is a much more qualified, that's, that's someone who is looking for listings. They're looking for offices that they can pick up the phone and call, or they can go to their website, fill out a form or get the information that they need right away. Right. That is a much more qualified search than, um, what is a dental veneer? You know, that's a very, what we, what we'd call top of funnel search. People are just barely starting in that they're in that awareness phase where they're, starting to understand that they have a a problem and starting to understand what the solutions might be, but they're not ready down to convert. They're not in the conversion stage, ready to pick up the phone, schedule an appointment and pull out their credit card. Right. So that's one thing that I see with a lot of accounts is that they're using broad keywords. uh, they're, They're relying too much on broad keywords, especially based on their budget. And it can work. It can work really well in certain industries. You know, dental isn't really one of those that I've seen work very well. You can get, um, like I said, you, there are certain search, there are certain keywords that were that do perform fairly well, um, but you just gotta be careful because oftentimes those are gonna be, those can also really eat away at your budget because they, you know, their interpretation of, of, <laughs> of that keyword and how and, and, and understanding which searches you show up on based on that keyword, is, it can be very liberal you know, so you can spend the vast majority of your money on or your budget on those broad keywords. So you do have to be careful when you're using those. So that's, that's a big thing that I would, I would recommend. You know, if you're just starting out, use phrase match, use exact match uh, and, and try and provide contextual keywords, you know, so dental veneers near me, uh, dental veneers plus your city, Salt Lake City, something like that. Uh, that's those are good ones to start and then as you monitor your search terms report you can see and identify additional keywords that would make sense for you that you may not have thought of initially so so that's that's my biggest thing with with broad keywords is you just got to be careful next is just and this is kind of speaking to the general strategy is is the quality of traffic you know and i touched on this with broad keywords but what type of traffic do you want to focus on? Okay. And, you know, for those with a large budget, you could focus very much on, you could create a campaign that's solely focused on top of funnel traffic using those broad keywords. So you're showing up on those searches that are early in the, in the customer journey, you know, where people are just gathering information about dental veneers, for example, and maybe you're providing a resource for them. So you're saying, Hey, download our list of frequently asked questions about dental veneers, gives you everything you need to know to make the best decision possible, which mistakes to avoid, uh, all these things, you know, and that could be a good way to capture that traffic. You know, they're not ready, they're certainly not ready, most of them are not ready to pick up the phone and call, but some of them are going to be ready to download a resource like that. It's no risk, they don't have to uh, feel pressured by anything and you can capture their information and follow up with them on a back end you know so so nudge them along until they're ready to to convert and to schedule an appointment for dental veneers okay so so but that's you can but my point is with quality of traffic you're just trying to you're trying to put give yourself the best chance of success and that's focusing on the highest quality of traffic unless you have a, a bigger budget and can focus on the top of funnel traffic, those broader keywords, but only do that strategically. So that if you have a way to capture that information via a resource or something like that, um, so that you can follow up with them afterwards, that would be my recommendation. But a lot of people just aren't taking the time to understand, is this traffic good or not? You know, is it qualified or not? You know, more often, we just kind of assume that when we that Google understands what we're trying to do, you know, in, in getting patients uh, or getting phone calls or getting web forms submitted, that we just kind of plug it in and expect them to deliver those results. And while they are getting better at that, they're, they're trying to make it easier for us. Uh, they're not there yet. You know, I mean, it, it depends on how you set up the campaign. I mean, if you're just saying, uh, I'm just going to maximize the amount of clicks I get, then that's what exactly what they're gonna do. It doesn't necessarily mean that those clicks are going to be qualified or that they're going to generate conversions. They're just going to try and max out your budget and get as many clicks for your budget as possible. So it just it can be it can be real interesting inside Google Ads sometimes. So just focus again on the quality of traffic. Um, and that typically comes from those qualified keywords. You know, understanding what what are people searching, what search terms are they using when they when they make a query on Google, and using that same verbiage, and then finding different, you know, similar but different keywords like that, you know, and, and and then adding those to your list. So, so we talked about broad keywords, talked about quality of traffic, we talked about budget, um, and then one big one too is that I see, is conversion tracking. You know, a lot of people don't have this just because they don't don't understand how to set it up, you know, or it's not set up properly. And and so the, the phone call out the calls from from ads conversion is to, is pretty straightforward to set up. So it's usually not too difficult to do that one. But when you're adding a let's say if you have a form that you could fill out on your website to request an appointment, that is a little bit trickier. Oftentimes you do need the help of someone you know your web developer or so whoever is managing your Google Analytics account, for example. Um, but and so people don't have those that conversion tracking set up but that's the, really that's the only way to tell are these ads really truly working you can go off gut feel you could say well i did better this month than i did last month but you don't really know for certain if it was because of your your ads on google or was it because of it just happened to occur this time this time of year you know where people had been thinking about it and they all just kind of came at once so so you want to be you want your you want the data to inform your decisions, right? You want to be empirically based that way. So, conversion tracking is a big thing. You know, understanding and having that the phone call conversion set up, having the web form submission set up, because then you can fully determine is this is my investment really paying off. And what's also cool is that you can—it allows you to expand that. You know, if you wanted to uh, scale that up and say, "Oh, well, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm getting consistently. Let's test this and add 50% more budget, or 25% more budget, or 100% more budget, and let's see if that scales." You know, so you can find the point where you know you're still generating the most return uh, for your spend. You know, based on that. But it all—you have to have the conversion tracking set up, right? And then you can adjust your campaign so that it's focused uh, solely on conversion tracking. And, and you can, you can technically, there's, there are ways to set up a campaign that's focused on conversions a maximize conversion campaign, but without having all the data set up, but it's how are they supposed to know? You know, I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 you're not, you're not performing as well as you could in that, in that instance. So, so conversion tracking is a big deal as well as making sure that you have that set up, taking the time or having someone just set it up for you if you want, you know, just to make sure that it is set up correctly and it's firing uh, correctly when when someone, you know, calls from an ad or they call from, uh, you know, they call call from a website. I mean, that could be something that you track organically as well. uh, That's not necessarily tied to Google ads, but you still want to see are my local SEO efforts working, you know, or my social media is that working and, and things like that. So having that in place is going to allow you to make more informed decisions and be better prepared to scale up if you so choose in the future. So, that's what I got for you today, you guys. We talked about broad keywords. We talked about quality of traffic. We talked about budget. We talked about conversion tracking, and and just to wrap up too. So this, uh, going back to the, the story of my client uh, that we've been working with for a few months. This past month in April, uh, she had her she set the record for the most new patients uh, ever in, in that particular month. And so it was super exciting to be part of that and see a good good chunk of those come from Google Ads and her campaign and. I just checked uh this morning let me go back over there but just month to date she's already uh ahead ahead of schedule she's looking to and will actually beat this last month you know if we continue on on the way it is so far so she's already generated a number of different conversions uh, for this date um or month to date so very very exciting so, but if you have any other questions too, if you have specific questions about Google Ads, send them to me. I'd love to hear about that. I, I, you know, i like to compile some different questions and do more of these Q&A, uh, Q&A sessions, Q&A episodes based around a specific medium like Google Ads. So if you have questions about that, just hit me up, let me know. Uh, mark at markthackery.com or you can go to the podcast website, dentalmarketingsecretspodcast.com and fill out the form there. Dental Marketing Secrets Podcast.com. But until then, you guys will uh, talk to you next time. We've got a couple of fun episodes coming up, a couple of interviews. Um, and uh, yeah, until then, we'll have, have a great day. Talk to you soon.